Mark and Marty, the Real Estate Advisors here. This is our uh, podcast uh, format for you. We're going to cover local topics. Mark is with Remax Executives. Been selling real estate for 26 years. Oh my lord, you're old. You and, and I have uh, been doing it together for about 24. Yeah, Marty Ben Fairway Mortgage, and uh, yes, that long and longer. So 50 years sitting here combined. and uh, So we have a lot of funny stories. And, and what, our take on yes. some procedures that so, so are the right way to, and the wrong way, and that's what we're trying to attempt to do here. Correct. We want to translate local topics, but give some flavor to them, make them a little fun, and then help make it easier to understand what's going on either right now in the marketplace or some historical uh, things that grade us a bit. Is that fair to say? Hopefully entertaining, yes, sir. Yes. Okay. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll cover this, this uh, episode's topic. Mark and Marty here. One of our favorite topics. <laughs> truly. No, I, I mean this. I, I know you do. Because I, 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 I truly appreciate, respect. Um, I don't even know how many platitudes I can put on this. I, I, first of all, Mark and I would like to thank all the veterans for everything they have done for us and all the current service members for all that they are doing today. I, I think we'll just start with a thank you. Um, but we love VA loans, and I know a lot of people are afraid of them. They're confused by them. They're whatever, and we, very easy. They are. They are probably the easiest. And and as a credit to veterans, one of the things that I find interesting is that you remember a couple years ago when there was this panic because everyone was going to require twenty percent down and PMI was going away and all these doom and gloom scenarios for the housing market because right. of how much everybody's going to down. The the one thing that refuted that higher down payments predict default rates was VA loans. Okay, right. VA loans have nothing down. No money down, no PMI, as you, you and I both say all the time. So there's no mortgage insurance on it and no money down needed. You can put a down payment if you want, but there's none required. Well, what's the point? Well, but if you clear, a great example, I have somebody that's clearing a decent amount from their other house, based on where their credit score is, the VA loan was significantly cheaper and they okay. saved on the funding fee. So right. to them, it was just a better financing deal, even though they had a large down payment. Well, and yeah, and the second, maybe third time around, yeah, yeah, that you're going to use it, then you know, understandable. But you know, the first time, first time user, first time home buyer going into it, you know, that's the benefit of of you know a VA deal is you know, keep the cash that you've got in your pocket, get into it with no money down and no closing costs. Which which uh, brings me to the first thing we need to clear up. It's not a one time use. No, you can it use is it a over and over. It is and a over. renewable resource. You yes. can apply for reinstatement. There's a yep. higher funding fee for subsequent use, which is. Uh, at closing, roll into your loan. Fee. Rolled right. into your loan. Right. Correct. So there's a higher fee for subsequent use, although it's nominally higher. It's only a percent and an eighth, of one point one five percent higher. But it's but it's it's a renewable resource. So you don't need to save it. It's 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 not like you know saving yourself for marriage. You can go ahead and use this puppy, and it's, it it'll be there again and again and again. Yes, as you choose to. Right. Um, the other thing is the amount on the eligibility certificates confuses people. The $36,000 is very, very confusing, I think. That's the amount the VA will guarantee if the house price is less than $144,000. So basically, VA guarantees the lender 25% of the loan amount, which is why you, don't need, as a veteran, don't need a down payment. Right. So $144,000 is the base eligibility. But if you buy a house more than $144,000, there's bonus eligibility that takes you all the way to the statutory limit, which is around $450,000 in our area. So you can go all the way to 450 and still do zero down, zero PMI. Having that eligibility certificate doesn't mean you qualify for that much. It just right. means you are eligible yes. for that much of a VA guarantee right. if you meet the other criteria. Right. It's also interesting to me because you can actually have more than one at the same time. 
If you bought a house for $78,000, $80,000, and you're buying one for two twenty dollars on the new one, because of the way that bonus eligibility kicks in, you may very well be able to have two outstanding at the same time if you've moved or been transferred or your family needs have changed or what have you because of the bonus eligibility. So if the second one you're buying is above one forty-four, dollars it triggers a bunch of cool options into that bonus eligibility that will... I have somebody closing in a week and a half. It's their second home. Um, the one they have is rented out to another service member in the area it's at. Right. Um, made a lot of sense for them to keep it. Um, they have some family down there, so you know, depending on what happens, you know, when the other guy's not there, they can go down and use the extra bedroom and what have you. It's just a perfect fit for all the parties involved. Um, but they're buying a two hundred sixty thousand dollars house up here with no money down, no PMI. Right. So, so that is the cool thing with VAs is it's no money down. Um, as long as the agent, you, structure the offer correctly, it should be no closing costs out of pocket as well. Should I, be. Which I know is a pet peeve. Of should be, yes. And, and what happens? Well, you know, the other side of that too is, is anytime, anytime I, and this goes, you know, across the board, anytime I write up an offer, period, you know, I call you and say, okay, you know. Here's the, here's the address of the house, here's the price, here's the taxes on it and such, and this is what we're thinking on offering, blah, 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 blah. How much do you need in seller concessions? What do we have to write into the contract as far as, you know, to, to, to cover the buyer's closing cost? And I think it, it's, it's very important to ask that question first before you sit down and write up an offer because, you know, there's some other factors that are involved. And, it, you know, it can go anywhere between, you know, and typically I don't ask you for a percentage. No, I dollar just, give me a dollar amount. Right. Okay. It just keeps it easy. Give me a dollar amount. Well, in most cases, and it's not a percentage, which is what drives me crazy. You know, an appraisal is a flat fee. A title company closing fee is a flat fee. Right. A, a, a pest inspection slash termite report is a flat fee. If it right. needs a water or septic test, those are flat fees. Yes. So 95% of the fees don't change according to the price. And the ones that do change according to the price change by a... Minimal what's the amount. difference of a title bill over a few thousand dollars? 20 bucks? Yeah. 20 bucks. So, right. so you should be able to get that number very, very close. Right. And by the way, the limit, if you're listening and you've ever heard this, the limit is not 4%. Well, they'll argue and say, uh, you know, it's written in the, in the uh, it handbook is, that it, it says 4%. It, it, it is. It, that is in the handbook. And what it says is the following. It, by the way, there's a comma before that. It says, <laughs> the seller may pay on behalf of the veteran all standard closing costs, which would include one origination, appraisal, title bill, closing room fee, so on. Right. And then 4% toward, and then there's a, Four-page list of the things that 4% can go toward. Discount points, first-year homeowner's insurance, escrow account, paying off debt. Yeah, yeah. Appliances. Yep. I mean, it, it just can't be cash in their hand. Right. So they can get back whatever they paid in, which I know is another, I'm watching your face, it's another thing that drives you crazy when that doesn't happen. But it's standard closing costs plus 4%. Yes. It's not 4%. So the conventional limit is 3, the FHA limit is 6, and the VA limit requires you to do a little more thinking, but is actually, in my opinion, a better way of doing it. Standard costs plus 4% toward stuff. Yeah. Which means, because on a $60,000 house, 4% won't cover it all. True. Okay, on a $300,000 house, 4% is way too much. Yeah. So what it says is standard costs and then up to 4% based on the transaction, which means right. that you can get in a house with no money out of pocket all the way down to 50 60 which you can't on most other products right because it doesn't cover standard costs correct because that 400 and some dollar appraisals 400 and some dollars regardless of the rest of the regardless of what the price is correct doesn't yeah. matter right. so on a twenty thousand dollar house it's still that much right so so it's not four percent it's 
standard closing costs, and then up to 4%. And I have never seen a VA transaction, I, I, I don't really want this to happen, where we couldn't get it all covered. Not once. And then you get into, well, I've not had one well doesn't the seller have to pay stuff? No. The veteran can't pay things, which is another lender error. Yes. Okay. The, the lender can either waive those fees, the lender could cover the fees out of the rest of the money they're making, or you negotiate it and the seller pays it. But nowhere in there does it say that the seller has to pay something. It, there was a long time ago some coding in there that had that. That's been changed for 20 years at least. It just says the veteran can't pay it. Well, then everyone thinks, well, that means the seller has to pay it. No, just the veteran can't pay it. There are other, the agent could pay it. The, the lender could pay it. Yeah. The seller could pay it. But right. if the seller's going to pay it, it's very simple, as you know, to write it right in the contract, spell it out, Yeah, have it have it in there. As I, long as the seller knows exactly as to what they're paying, you know, all they got to do, and, you know, the other agent, uh, listing agent, all they got to do is adjust the purchase price to compensate for anything that's written into the purchase contract to give them the net that they want. Period. It's not that difficult. Just about the bottom line. It, but it's just, yeah, but it's it's understanding, you know, it's the buyer's agent and understanding how to write that into the purchase contract from the get-go. Because 75% of the time, the majority of agents will write a VA uh, contract wrong. And then what they're going to have to do after they get the offer accepted, then it's, oh, well, you know, we've got everything to the lender and to the title company and such. And now they got to start making adjustments because, oh, this isn't going to work or that's not going to work. And so they come back after the fact trying to adjust the contract to compensate for the mistakes essentially that they made writing the contract to begin with. And all, all that does is create problems. It does create problems. Because as an example, if you don't ask for the right amount back and the appraisal's done, how often does the appraisal come out higher than the sale price? Uh, not very often. Yeah, and when it does, it's, it's usually not a ton. Right. So if you goof something up, now there may not be room to incorporate to adjust that in, and now somebody's got to eat it. Right. And boy, there are hurt feelings when that happens. Oh, sure. The, the other one that, that absolutely I, I, I don't want, please don't swear. Okay, I'm prefacing this. Don't. Well, we swear. said on this thing, we could, we could. Right, well, there's a list of, don't use one of the words you're not supposed to use. You can use the other words. All right. Okay, All right. So, so here's the deal. Her producer's how much, laughing. How much <laughs> is the buyer allowed to get back at closing? I know that's a question that makes your head just. Essentially, okay, and we're not going to get real technical on it, but essentially they can get back the amount, uh, you know, they can get back essentially they what they put it. into the deal. And how many times have you been told, no, they can't get anything back at closing? A hundred? A thousand? Well, but Dozens? Keep, in mi- keep in mind who does my VA deals. Well, right. You, you and I don't have that problem. But sometimes <laughs> you've been I've, at closing. I was, at, you, I, was, I was at a closing, I, you know, they, they, and I will not, I'm not going to name who the lender was, but okay. um, I argued with the owner of that mortgage company and because the veteran was only uh, the veteran came to closing didn't have to bring any money to closing um, so the you know the the veteran was not getting any money back and I argued with him and that's where that and there was seller contribution left over oh absolutely and that's where the um, that's where the um, um, the the misunderstanding the misunderstanding came when they read, well, you know, you can only get so much, you can only ask for so much as far as seller concession goes. And actually, I got you, and yeah, that was, I don't know, how long ago was that, 10 years ago? And I, oh, wow. and I think I got you on the phone. Correct. You actually showed up at closing because the other lender who was doing the deal didn't show up at closing. Right. So you showed up and, and explained it to him and such. And matter of fact, yeah, you know, the, the seller ended up getting money back out of the amount that they agreed to pay um, so the veteran, to the, to the veteran the, uh, didn't the get veteran. all their money. No, they, they stole it. The mortgage company, in my opinion, stole that out of their pocket. 
Right. So, so as a veteran, because the purchase, a, the purchase you, price didn't 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 change or compensate based on the amount, that amount of money that was left over that correct. the seller ended up getting back. Correct. So they can have back the earnest money they give the agent to hold the house. They can have back the appraisal fee, an inspection fee, anything they paid along the way. They can get up to that amount back at the table where they truly have bought it with no money out of pocket. Right. Yeah. And that's the way it should be done. Yes. If the rules are there and allows them to do it, then why not? Well, and especially when you're using this product, it's because, you know, by the way, one of the other things that I appreciate about the job you do is you also know from years of experience what houses make sense to do a VA loan and what houses should be, I'm watching your face, they can't see your face, member, so, you know, what houses they should run. So what right. is your favorite word for the houses that can't be done? Well, I, you know, we're, we're not allowed to cuss, so I just did. You can say POS. And it's POS, which is, you know, piece of shit. I know. Uh, Plain yes. and simple. That's but, that's so what they are. You're not doing a piece of shit on no, a VA loan. We are not doing that. Right. So we are not doing that. But, but if it but if it just needs a couple gutter extensions or some chipping and peeling paint or whatever. Right, but that doesn't qualify into that category. Right. But you go around and figure that stuff out ahead of time so we know well, it's you five minutes. You can and I can tell you, you know, trying to buy this house with a VA loan is either gonna be a headache or, you know, hey, there's a couple couple hurdles or so that we gotta jump over, but that's not a big deal and you know, we can easily pursue it. Got it. So, so at the end of the day, pick out the right kind of house, shop around, right? F figure figure out what houses work and what don't work, and then as long as they write the offer correctly, VA loans are they're easy to do. Okay. And and as a last thought, we want to thank again all you veterans for all you've done for Absolutely. all of us, especially our our good friends at the 180th who we hear flying over the skies, you know, multiple times a week keeping us safe. Uh, we right. we know you're up there and we know what you're doing. So thank you to all of you because you've been some of our best customers over the years. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us or get more information, jump on our Facebook page at... Uh, Mark and Marty, the Real Estate Advisors. Or text you at... 419-392-3330. Email to... Uh, Mark at markbeard.com. And uh, you can reach me, 419-461-0667 or marty.bin, B-I-H-N, at gmail.com. And you can reach him on the uh, Real Estate Advisors uh, Facebook app as well. Yeah, there's links there. You can even download the uh, Now app, we call it. It's a great way to uh, get us information securely. And if you want to start uh, kicking the tires on a mortgage application, just download the Now app and it'll let us know right away and we can pitch in. If you have any difficulties, just give me a call and I'll walk you through. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.